Hey, hey. This is mindful, mostly. It's show for those of us who are mindful most of the time. And, you know, you're mindful about a lot of things. Your bod, relationships, fashion, culture. So we get into it all. You might go to a sound bath. And then you might go home and watch some shit television. Eat a pizza pop. Life is about balance. And we're about that with ya. I'm Andrea Collins. On today's show, we are talking about your cooch, your vulverine, your bearded clam, fur burger, your beaver, your love button, the pink canoe, your cave of wonder, aka your vagine. On the show today, Dr. Heather Bartos is here. She's a board-certified OBGYN and leading voice in the field of women's health and wellness. Now, she combines the care of mind and body as well as emotion to help women live a healthier and more fulfilling life because really, your vag has everything to, it's like your brain and your vag are connected, right? If you're stressed, so is your vagina. Today, she's gonna help us answer some of those questions we have about that perfect part of our body. And oh yeah, she's hilarious. You're gonna find out uh, the most commonly asked questions us ladies go to her with. And we're talking also about hot new vaginal health trends. Yes, there's vaginal health trends. And it's not getting your bush waxed into the shape of a heart like you did for your university boyfriend. Ew. Or passion fruit lube. Ugh. All right, let's let's get into it. We we are talking about all things pussy. Yes. Uh, hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Andrea? I'm good. I'm good. So I I feel honored to have a woman like you on the show because man there's just so many questions we all have for you and you're the woman to ask (laughs) i do answer a lot of these questions all day every day it's true do you find that when you're at parties people like women come up to you and they're like can i just ask you a little question about my vagina they do i also get a lot of this was my birth story does this sound right to you (laughs) <laughs> I'm usually in the corner by myself because like all the men and everyone else would like run off. You're like another birth story. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I want to know, what do you find women most commonly come to you asking? So maybe you can, maybe we'll hear something we want to know in this or we'll feel less weird about certain things. What are the common questions? Yeah, you know, I get a lot of those questions that start with this. Is it normal that I, you know, gain weight at 40? Is it normal that my vagina can smell funny after sex sometimes? Is it? And we're so kind of preoccupied with what is normal. I always tell women, I'm like, it's not really normal that we're looking for. What we're looking for is like expected, standard. I said, because when you think of normal, you think of like, is it weird? Like, am I weird? Am I, am I abnormal? Am I an odd person? And, and 
most women these days are talking about what I call momitis, which is low libido, weight gain. I'm tired all the time. My periods aren't what they used to be. And it's kind of this cluster of symptoms that it's difficult to diagnose a problem with, but I see it. It's pervasive. It's everywhere. In every country, it's there. Hmm. So it's, it, it, do you find that people come to you asking a lot about, like you said, like, does my pussy smell funny? Like, is yeah. it, and, and like, what is this discharge? Like, it's a lot of self-consciousness that comes into this body part, it sounds like. It's, I love when my women that are especially 30 plus are really starting to get in tune with their bodies. And they're like, this is different for me. Like, this is something. And so I'm happy when women are like, this is not my norm. Like, this smells different. This looks different. This feels different. Like, that's that's great. We have to remember as women that things do shift as we age. And that it's not always a bad thing. It can be a great thing, but we're like rivers. We're like water. We kind of, we kind of ebb and flow with the tides. And so it's not going to be, your vagina is not going to be the same as it was when you were 20 or maybe even 30 or pre kids or post kids. I mean, it's a, it's a changing organ down there, especially when you hit menopause, it's very different then too. And so I think we as healthcare people need to start guiding women like Sherpas kind of through those changes. And so a lot of the changes are normal. Like dry vagina when you hit 50, really common, really normal. We have to explain why that's going to happen and what are we going to do to fix it. And we're not very good at that a lot of the times. I will admit that we're not good at saying, hey, this is what to expect in the next few years. Um, and that needs to change just to empower women to take care of their health. What do you find? I feel like a, a lot of people listening are between the ages of 24 to 35. Maybe they're thinking about um, fertility. Uh, what what do you find is a common question when it comes to that with women in that demographic? You know, I, I say I spent half my career helping women not get pregnant and then they're half helping women to get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that's how we spend our entire life. Like, oh God, I hope I don't get pregnant. Oh, now I really want to get pregnant. The biggest thing I hear is, 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 am I healthy enough to have a baby? You know, does this need to be better to have a baby? And, you know, I would say, you know, people get pregnant over a margarita machine, you know, at an office happy hour. You know what I mean? You don't at an office like, happy hour? Healthy. I don't know what office that is, but, you know, we, we don't have to make it super special. And, and you know, if, certainly if you're having trouble getting pregnant, it's been a year because we said women in that age group, 85% will be pregnant in one year. And a lot of times if I tell women that statistic, which is science-based, they go, oh, oh, okay. And I say, I play those odds in Vegas. I mean, that's eight and a half out of 10 times. I mean, you're gonna be pregnant in a year. And it lets women relax and then kind of enjoy the process because men like to have sex, but they don't like it when you tell them they have to stud you out. You know, yeah. when you're now using you to stud you, they start to get a little irritated at that point. So reassuring women that they're normal, that they're, that they're in good health are all the big issues that come up when you say, I'm going to try soon. What do I need to know? One thing that I think people get concerned about is that lots of us have been on birth control for a really long time. Like I went on 
when I was 16 or something, maybe 15, 16, I guess. Um, and so that's a long time to be on birth control. So when I pull a goalie, is stuff going to be okay? Is it all going to remember how to work? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Birth control really makes your ovaries dormant like a volcano. And so when the medication is removed, it may take a cycle or two to kind of get it kicked back into gear, but they will. It, it never permanently shuts down the factory. It just may delay the opening of the doors again. You know, one of the worst offenders is Depo-Provera, which is the injection that you can get every three months to prevent pregnancy. And I have seen women on that take up to 18 months to regain their fertility. But for most women, once you have a normal period after you get off those pills, your body's working. You're ovulating. If you're having a period, you're ovulating. Is there anything you can do naturally to help, I don't know, help your body go from pill body to non-hormonal body? I, the biggest thing you can do, I mean, honestly, if you're living a fairly clean life, so I mean, you're eating relatively cleanly, you're not smoking, that's a big one. Um, you know, certainly if you're thinking about getting pregnant, we don't want to be drinking a bunch of alcohol, but an occasional glass of wine or something like that is, is fine to do. Um, you know, you really want to focus on, okay, this was my, when I ended my pill pack, the most natural thing you do is just follow your period and don't blink and go, you know what, it's been four months since I've had a period, that seems weird. We really want you to be focusing on the trend. And nowadays there's so many free period apps that you can use to track that it makes it a lot easier than when I use like a bank, you know, checkbook style calendar when I was that age. Um, so that's the most natural thing to do is just to keep track of it. And then of course, get off all the crap that you do, you know, processed foods and um, like I said, smoking is a huge one. Vaping is too. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, I was reading about vaping the other day and how it's just like brought back a whole new addiction for the younger it is, generation. It's interesting too, because it, it actually can change the DNA of sperm as well as, as, as eggs and smoking by itself doesn't do that, especially for men. So it's interesting that vaping is actually worse for fertility than smoking is. Whoa. Not that I that's weird. That's crazy. Yeah. So what's going on with male birth control? When's that going to happen? Oh, girl, from your lips to God's ears, right? <laughs> I, I had a woman ask me about that the other day. And, you know, I said, I think it's a great idea. I just don't like can trust a man to take it. You Is know, and that some sort of IUD situation we can <laughs> plug, plug up in there. I'm happy to volunteer to shove the first one up in some man's <laughs> penis to see if it will work. That, that, I will volunteer for that job. Um, there's not yet. We haven't had a really good way to suppress sperm production because sperm actually is reproduced in the testicles every 48 to 72 hours. So they're making a new batch of cookies every two to three days. Whereas for women, we, we're born with all the eggs we're ever going to have. Like this is it. Like we have the most eggs we're gonna have when we're five months in the womb and they start dying off in the womb. So we are kind of already losing our fertility the moment we're born. So it's easier to suppress a woman's hormonal cycles than it is to shut down sperm production. It's so crazy because I find I'm still, I'm forever learning things about my reproductive system. Like the fact that you get all of your eggs for your lifetime while you're still in the womb 
I just don't understand it. That blows my mind. It's amazing. I mean, when you think about it, you're like, you're like 20 to 24 weeks pregnant and that's it. That's your peak. You've peaked in the womb. <laughs> that's crazy. It's nature's joke on women, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, what are, I, I read something about uh, vaginal health trends. My vagina must be so out of style because I had no idea <laughs> that there were vaginal health trends. What are they? You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I love the natural health movement. I really, really do. You know, I'm a Western trained physician, but I love women taking care of their bodies in different ways. And, and, and some of the things that we're seeing are a little extreme and can potentially be a little dangerous. It's um, some of these things like a steaming. And Gwyneth Paltrow kind of made this kind of popular when she talked about it on Goop, her big uh, lifestyle uh, website. And, uh, Basically, you sit your cooch over a plate of steaming kind of herbs, and the idea is it's supposed to kind of clean it out. Uh, this is troubling for most gynecologists because, I mean, there's a potential there. Steam can cause burns, and the vagina is very sensitive. The other thing is that the vagina is kind of closed off. It's not sitting there as a big, wide-open hole all the time, and... It's also a self-cleaning oven. You don't have to do a lot to it, unless you have an infection or something like that. You don't have to do anything to it. It takes care of itself. It's just like after Thanksgiving dinner or Boxing Day dinner, you turn on the self-cleaning mode on your oven and it cleans it all out. That's what your that's what your period does every month for your body. So that I go sit somewhere in some, and we do it down, we have it down here, and, and it's actually done at like the Korean spas. And I go sit over a plate of steaming, um, you know, usually herbs. And, and we don't really know what all these herbs are going to do to the vagina. So it's, it's dangerous. It's just not something that you need to do. Have you ever had somebody come in with burns on their vagina and they're like, I had a really bad steam? <laughs> you know, I haven't because I kind of wore in my vagina. I'm like, you know, I mean, girl, I can think of a better way to spend your 30 bucks than to go get a vaginal steam. Like, get a good facial. Like, facials are great. I'd way but rather have a pedicure, yeah. I'd rather have a, a mani-pedi or something. I, I just don't, um, for the most part, the vagina is actually a very clean, and I hate to say it's beautiful, I mean, amazing organ. And so we don't need to try to, like, flambe it. <laughs> it's more like a sous vide, isn't it? It's a sous vide, yes, yes. Um, yeah. what, are there any other ones? Because I mean, Gwyneth, Gwyneth is always introducing some weirdness to the to the scene. Gwyneth, dear Gwyneth, yeah, she's always introducing some odd things. You know, another big one that's that we see now is this jade egg, and and the idea is that it's a jade egg, and it's about the size of like what I would call like a medium sized egg, and it's made out of jade. I mean, it's pretty, and there's two holes in the bottom. Um, kind of where the peak of the egg would be. And the idea is that you insert this into the vagina and you wrap dental floss through the holes and you walk around and you try to hold this egg in. It's kind of what I would say, kind of the 2019 equivalent of like Benoit balls back from the day. Yes. And, and there's women that can actually like weight lift, like you've seen it on, on, on YouTube, like weight lifts a surfboard with her vagina. Stop, I and, need to see that. That's amazing. Oh, you, you, we need to post it on this. Definitely. Uh, she weightlifts all kinds of things with her vagina. And that's amazing. That's great for her. You know, 
The problem with the jade egg is, and, and we do we do physical therapy for the vagina. So women that do tend to have laxity or a relaxed vagina, we do. We try to strengthen that muscle through different exercises. And and this is kind of kind of a bastardization of that, where you just shove something up there and you try to do it yourself. The problem is, is that jade can't, it's not always the best quality, depending on where you get it from. And it can harbor bacteria. And so you're supposed to boil the egg before you use it. And you're supposed to use unwaxed dental floss. And you're supposed to kind of shove them there. And I've had women that have lost theirs. They can't get it back out. They call me in a panic. I'm so embarrassed, but my my egg is stuck. Oh, my God. I'd be freaking out. And then you have to pull it out? And And then, yeah. And then I kind of get to dig on in there and and find it. I mean, because, you know, unless you have, you know, really long arms, it's hard to dig up in your own vagina. And and it's just um, I applaud the need that you want to strengthen the vaginal walls. But there are maybe safer ways to do that. And everywhere in the world, France is renowned for having pelvic floor physical therapy, which strengthens the vagina. And every woman after delivery gets a physical therapy appointment to start working on that. So um, we're behind the times a little bit, but I spent my postpartum patients to go get this done, um, you know, because it, it strengthened, a strong vagina is amazing, but I don't want to shove some, you know, unknown um, mineral up in there or gemstone to try to, to make it stronger. So another thing that can be, uh, can be, and I'm sure you'll have listeners that will completely balk at this, but can be an issue if it's not properly cared for. So how do we strengthen our vagina and so we can lift surfboards? That's, <laughs> that's Wait, you're in Toronto. Do we have surfboards up there? You know, I'm in a landlocked area. I don't have to worry about surfboards. I guess I could lift a skateboard or something like that. I don't know. You know, a good old-fashioned Kegel, it can help. It's not magic. Nothing is magic, but it can help. The problem is we do Kegels not the correct way way. So I can share that with you, how to do a correct Kegel, if you'd like me to. Yes, please. All right. So, you know, I live in Texas, so we have, uh, we have what we call chili cook-offs down here. You probably don't have that up there. We have chili cook-offs. And so you've been a judge of this five alarm chili cook-off and you've tasted every habanero pepper, ghost pepper, chili possible entry that could have been. And you get into an elevator the next day at the Hilton, say downtown. (laughs) You get in the elevator. This and is oddly going, specific. <laughs> very specific. This has no personal basis at all. Yeah. And uh, and you get in, you're going to floor 34. And who gets in the elevator with you but, say, George Clooney, who's going to floor 35. <laughs> and the doors close. And the feeling starts to hit. And you're thinking, oh, <laughs> I am not sure what hole this is going to come out of, but it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> And so you don't want to embarrass yourself from George Clooney or pick your actor. I have some some little ladies that want to do like, you know, Charlton Heston or something like that. You know, I have young women that are like Zac Efron, although I think he might be, I don't know, maybe he's gay. But anyway, you want to pick your celebrity. Pick your own celebrity, ladies. And I you want to you. think about, you're like, I don't know if this is coming out in diarrhea or if it's coming out in my cooch or where is it coming out, but I got to hold it all in. And you're starting to sweat and you're holding in your butt and your vag and everything because you don't want to poop yourself in front of George Clooney and you got to hold it all the way up. And when you think about elevating the rectum and the vagina, that is a kegel. That is a true kegel. I'm going to call that the George Clooney from the now George- on. Looney, I bet Amal does it all the time. Amal probably does that oh, all the time. For sure. And, she has you know. never shit her pants in front of him in yeah. an elevator. No, and she never will because she can use George Clooney going to the penthouse suite as her as her impetus for getting better. 
Um, but I do these. I do do these. I know it sounds like crazy. I do them at stoplights. Whenever I'm driving around town, I'm at a stoplight. I kind of like suck it all in. I'll kind of look around the car next to me and be like smile a little bit like, hey, you know, I'm doing the Clooney right now. And you guys have no idea. And then when I relax, when I start driving again, because I don't want to crash my car. But that's <laughs> the right way. That's the right way to do a Kegel. And we don't teach that well. Well, now that- we know. Amazing. Now you'll never think of a keg all the same way again. Never. I wish you were my gynecologist, OBGYN. <laughs> You're so fun to talk to. Will you come on the podcast again down the road? Oh my gosh, I would love to. I would love to. Amazing. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. My pleasure. How about that, eh? Well... I hope you and your fur burger enjoyed that conversation. And you know, if there's any questions you have or guests you'd like to suggest, hit me up at Mindful Mostly on Instagram. If you want to work with Dr. Heather Bartos, she is fantastic, isn't she? She's, she's so down earth. Why can't every doctor be like that? You can check out her site at Heather Bartos. That's B-A-R-T-O-S-M-D dot com. Uh, I'm wishing you a happy Easter coming up. we got Good Friday on Friday, Easter on Monday, or whatever you're celebrating. Passover, when's that happening? It's always moving around. Whatever you're celebrating, I'm taking Monday off, I, and I will talk to you two Mondays from now. Right here on Mindful Mostly.